You've been hearing a lot about Azure Monitor SQL Insights, but what does it actually do and how do you get it set up? Learn more in this episode of Data Exposed. I'm Anna Hoffman, and welcome to this episode of Data Exposed. Today, I'm joined by Elaine Dormel, a program manager on the Azure SQL team. Elaine, thanks so much for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. Thanks for having me, Anna. Uh, so yeah, so Elaine Dormel, I'm a senior program manager on the um, Azure SQL uh, team, and I look after monitoring and a couple other things that we do, but today's focus is primarily going to be about uh, some of the new monitoring things we're working on. Awesome, cool. Well, we're excited to learn about them. I know you're gonna be talking to us about Azure Monitor SQL Insights, uh, which is something that's pretty new to me and probably a lot of our viewers. So I'd love if you could just tell us a little bit about you know, why you did this, what it is, and how it works. Uh, sure, fantastic. Uh, so essentially, the reason why we did this is because uh, one of the challenges that we've sort of run into with customers over the last couple of years is this ability to be able to monitor all their SQL environments. Um, irrespective of where they're deployed. Um, and then there's also this disparity in the data that gets collected for different deployment types uh, within Azure and outside of Azure. So um, SQL Insights is, is really sort of a new way of us thinking about how we get uh, sort of crucial telemetry through to customers. And today it is an agent-based deployment. Uh, it all deploys within customer subscription and customers get to control everything from, you know, what data they're collecting to how frequently they're collecting to where they store that data, right? So uh, there's a lot of sort of uh, uh, flexibility in how the customers use this product. And one of the big advantages we have is that uh, we actually use an open source repository, uh, repository sort of in the form of Telegraph uh, to just to gather all the data. So it's a it's a very well known and a very well understood um, sort of uh, collection mechanism uh, that our community has been contributing to for many years, and we're sort of super proud of what we've done here. And uh, hopefully, sort of as we flesh this product out some more we'll kind of get to a point where it's addressing all the needs of our customers at scale, you know, whether they, whether you have five databases or 5,000 databases, uh, you should be able to monitor them in, in the same way. And you should also be able to monitor across sort of hybrid deployments um, without having to introduce multiple different tools. Awesome, cool. It sounds pretty great, sounds pretty cool. Um, you know, I guess my next question is, you know, how difficult is this to set up? Can you kind of maybe take us through what that setup process is like or, or what it even looks like once it's set up? Uh, sure, absolutely. So uh, before we sort of dive into that, we've, we have sort of documented uh, this entire sort of um, process of setting up SQL Insights. Uh, so if you go to our documentation, which we'll link in the description, uh, there's a full guide that walks you through sort of how you should be doing this. But but really the the sort of the major pieces that you have to think about is, is uh, there's, there's obviously the databases that you want to monitor out there. Then there you have to deploy uh, the agent that goes and monitors these. And then you have to deploy the storage that, monitor, that you go and store all of this data in. So the first thing we'll sort of cover is where does all of this data get stored today? So today your options for, for storage is log analytics. 
uh, we're hoping in the future that we'll be able to give customers more options on where they can go store their data. But really the very first thing you're gonna wanna do here is you're gonna wanna come and you're gonna wanna create a new log analytics uh, workspace. Now, this is something that I've already done in my environment. Uh, log analytics, most customers should already have this deployed. It's a, it's the very, it's a very common uh, time series storage engine, which Azure Monitor uses uh, extensively uh, from all the security pieces through to the actual monitoring. So your first piece would be to come and set up a new log analytics. The only thing that's really important about this deployment here is, is that you have to deploy the log analytics into the same region as the databases that you want to monitor. So that's the first piece. Uh, I've already set one up. So, I mean, it's as easy as choosing a resource group. You come and you name the actual instance, um, and then there's just options around pricing uh, that you have to decide on. Once you have your log analytics set up, the next thing that you need to set up is this uh, is your virtual machine. So uh, today, the deployment of the agent runs on top of a virtual machine, and those virtual machines um, have sort of been certified to run on Ubuntu 18.04, and that's the version that we recommend. This is all documented. It's just a standard Ubuntu VM. So all of the same um, principles that apply for any VM you deploy in your environment would apply here. So you can deploy this into your own network. Uh, you can secure this using NSGs, however you want to do that. The most important thing here is, is think of this server as uh, this uh, VM as the deployment agent, but essentially it's running an app that needs to be able to communicate with your databases. So whatever that network topology is, whether that's sitting behind a specific subnet, uh, whatever that is, you need to make sure that your databases can communicate to that database uh, or to that virtual machine so that data can flow from the virtual machine, or the virtual machine can go collect data and then flow through to the log analytics. So that's kind of the major workflow. And setting up these VMs, sort of very simple to do. Uh, it's a very small VM that we run. Um, and then once you have it set up, you will then sort of come through to the, um, the actual setup of SQL Insights, which will then pull down all the configuration files uh, when you choose to do that. But before you actually get to setting up SQL Insights, the last piece you have to do is you have to actually come and set up your, uh, your Azure SQL database so that it can actually accept uh, connections from this VM. So this is the VM again, you'll see here it has an IP address, a public IP address. So just for the simplicity of this demo, we'll be using the public IP addresses. But if both of these were connected on a private VNet, you could use the private endpoints uh, to do this. So you have that IP there. And you'll see if I come and I look at my firewall rules for this database that we're gonna be setting up, you'll see that we've already added multiple of these uh, within the range that we have to, there is the specific one that we were looking at now. So we have already set up this firewall exception for um, when you want to come and monitor this environment. The last thing that you have to do, and I'm just gonna tab out into my SSMS, is you need to come set up a user, right? So the user is important in that um, whenever you have uh, the, Telegraph agent that runs on top of the Azure monitoring agent needs to have some type of authentication method into the database. So today, the only the only um, 
authentication that we accept is is SQL username and password. However, in the future, we'll be we'll be able to do AAD and and some other very cool authentication methods. But really, you would just come up, set up your user, provide it with a password, and then you can sort of check to see if that user actually exists. And in this case, it does. It's set up with the Telegraph one at the instance level. And those are the major pieces you need. So you need the storage account, you need the virtual machine set up, you need the database and you need access into that database that has been set up uh, so that you can sort of easily get, uh, so the Telegraph can communicate to that database. Okay, so we've swapped over to SSMS now. Uh, the, the sort of the last piece we need to do here is actually create the user. Um, so Telegraph today uses a uses SQL username and password to get into the database and pull all of the sort of the telemetry that you need. Um, we always recommend to customers to use sort of a user that has least privileges required. And in this case, for Azure SQL Database, it's it's the view database state. Uh, permission that you can assign to this user. Uh, once you've assigned that, you can sort of come and you can view it here, and you'll see that I've already created this user earlier. But this user will just allow Telegraph to kind of get in and um, and sort of be able to pull all of that data. So pretty much the major things you need to think about here is is you need to have a the place to store the data, which was the log analytics. You need b the virtual machine or the agent that's going to go collect all the data, which is that Ubuntu 18.04 VM that we created. And then sort of the last thing you need is you obviously need all these databases that you're going to monitor from. And in order for um, the agent to be able to access them, you need to create users on the databases. And you also need to make sure that you have set up the firewalls um, so that they accept incoming connections. Oops, didn't mean to tab. Let's go back there and then let's move forward. So now we're going to come and we're going to look at um, the actual SQL Insights uh, portion of it. So here on the Azure Monitor uh, blade uh, of the Azure portal, you'll see there's this new option here under the Insights tab called SQL, um, which and it's in preview today. So you can just click on this and it'll bring you to the screen here. And sort of the first screen you'll see looks something like this. Now, this profile that we're looking at here, as I said, we've already used this one. We've already kind of set it up to some degree. But you can come in and you can see here's that virtual machine that we created, which is that agent. Um, I can come and I can look specifically at this agent. And what you'll see here is, is all of this is just bound to a configuration file that essentially just tells this agent where to go and fetch uh, all of its data, right? So if we walk through that process, what you would do as a customer is, is you would come and you would add a new monitoring machine. Uh, you choose which subscription it's it's in. You would go and choose that virtual machine that you had set up previously. And then here under the config, you would specify all the specifics about how to connect to these databases. So today we take connection strings in um, sort of as we move forward, we're hoping that this will become a lot more automated where customers can just sort of uh, tick databases out of a box. But today you use this process of, of providing connection strings. And this is also a lot to do with uh, SQL running in virtual machines because not all SQL deployments in virtual machines are registered with the RPs. So it's not to say that uh, sort of the Azure portal knows instinctively where to find all of these resources, which is why we give customers this option of providing um, connection strings. 
you can then, once it's been configured, generally speaking, it takes about 30 seconds for everything to get configured. The config file that you that you set up here gets pushed down to the virtual machine. Um, and you can then sort of see that we're busy collecting by looking at the, the actual logs for the machine that's busy collecting. So you can see here that we are actually collecting data um, on the frequencies that we specified. So you can choose how often you go to collect this data. Um, if we sort of have a look specifically at, at what those different data sets are that are available today, you can see here, again, as I said, you choose the frequency that you collect the data at, uh, but then also per deployment type, so per Azure SQL database or per managed instance or per VM, you can come in and select what data you want to be collected. By default, we've sort of assigned the things that we feel are um, the most important for you to be collecting, but there are additional um, options that customers can choose. Just know that this solution, the pricing for this solution is based on the amount of data you collect. So the more frequently you collect data and the more data sets you are collecting, uh, that sort of chases up the price for the solution. So once you've deployed this, essentially what will happen is, is you'll start collecting all of that data and you'll then be in a position where you can start viewing this data. So we have a very uh, basic out-of-the-box experience here for customers, uh, but really I think the power of SQL Insights is the fact that there is this rich underlying data set which customers can come and build their own uh, visualizations on top of. Uh, and sort of that's, in a nutshell, the quickest way that you can set up SQL Insights. So it's just a case of, you know, my sort of recommendation would be go read the documentation, but but really what, what's important is understand that you need a data source, uh, a, which is your database. You need a target for where all of that data is going to be going. In this case, it's log analytics, and you need to set up those monitoring agents, uh, which in this case is a is a virtual machine that you deploy. Everything else in the scenario is, is sort of things that customers should be very familiar with. Um, and then just don't forget things like setting up the permissions for the agent to actually get into the database, and that's firewall rules and having the correct users on the database. Awesome. Wow, Elaine, this is pretty cool. I mean, it seems like there are a good number of pieces that are involved in this, but I really liked how you took us through the flow, and it makes sense uh, why we have each of these pieces and how we can go about setting each of these pieces up. You know, in your experience working with this in the preview, do you have any tips for people uh, as they start to get to play with this and get it set up? Um, sure, so I, th I think one of the biggest ones we see is just um, just read the documentation carefully, right? Like there's, we show, we, we have sort of very well documented how you can use things like Azure Key Vault to secure these passwords and usernames and things. Uh, we've documented very well how you can sort of set up fairly complex networking uh, deployment scenarios. So my best advice is just read the documentation carefully. There are there are some deployment types today that we don't support, like any of the subcore deployments, so like the S0s, the S1s, the S2s. So, I mean, if you try set this up on those databases, you'll run into a bunch of errors. So just make sure you read the documentation thoroughly, read through the FAQ, and, and hopefully all the information you need to set this up is there, uh, and this becomes fairly simple for you to set up in your environment. Awesome, cool. Well, thanks so much, Elaine. Uh, for our viewers, we will put a link to that documentation Elaine is talking about into the description. So we encourage you to go check it out. Try this out for yourself. And of course, if you have any issues, you can always 
uh, file them with the documentation in GitHub. Um, Elaine, thanks so much for joining us today. This was really insightful. Uh, to our viewers, thanks for joining us as well. If you like this video, go ahead, like the video, subscribe to our channel, leave us a comment, and let us know what you think of Azure Monitor SQL Insights. And we hope to see you next time on Data Exposed.